0: we'd like to welcome you to our current event and weekly Bible study for April 27th, 2014. And today we're actually going to have like a current event and weekly Bible study, kind of like a the first part, uh, although that may be a couple different parts. And then we're going to have a dedicated study Um regarding King James and the King James Bible and um, that whole subject. Uh, It's kind of a lot of different topics we're going to be talking about on that end. Uh, It's not going to be redundant. I've I've done studies on the King James Bible regarding defending, but this is actually going to more focus on King James himself as the person. So the first part, uh, just our current event and weekly Bible study, Let's go ahead and get into that, and just some Bible verses to start out with, to kind of set the tone. Uh, Psalm 46, verse 1, God is our refuge and strength, a very present help in trouble. Wherefore, we will not fear, though the earth be removed, though the mountains be carried into the midst of the sea, though the waters thereof roar and be troubled, though the mountains shake with the swelling thereof, Uh, Sila, meaning like pause and reflect, Deeply. Um, The heathen raged, the kingdoms were moved, he uttered his voice, the earth melted. The Lord of hosts is with us, the God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. Come, behold the works of the Lord, what desolations he hath made in the earth. He maketh wars to cease unto the end of the earth. He breaketh the bow, cutteth the spear in sunder, he burneth the chariot in the fire. Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. I, I thought these verses were pretty good, particularly with the news. Current events and these types of things just get more and more insane by the week. Uh, the encroaching police state World War three, you know, and in potential risk and this thing going on in the Ukraine right now, and in the Middle East, and then all of the atrocities going on, and all of the debauchery and lasciviousness and evil behavior going on in the world, um, these are some good verses to kind of um, fix your your gaze on and uh, meditate on these types of verses, because you, you need this in, in the day and times that we're moving into, because it's very easy to get your eyes off Jesus Christ and onto all of these given situations. But the Lord Jesus Christ is the one in control. So it says, Be still and know that I am God. I will be exalted among the heathen. I will be exalted in the earth. Uh, The Lord of hosts is with us. The God of Jacob is our refuge. Selah. So, that's our refuge. Um, The Bible says, Under the covert of thy wings will I make my refuge until these calamities be overpassed. And so, it's like under the covering of God's wings. So those are good things to reflect on. Now, um I meant to do this last week this study. Uh, I battled some uh I get every couple years even with my all the stuff that I do with the supplements and things like that. I'll typically every couple of years if I let my guard down at all cuz that was the number one thing that got me into alternative medicine was a you know just a Poorly functioning immune system. Always battled it. And uh, every once in a while, no matter what I do, it's going to happen. And for a lot of people, too, I have found that if you are run down, you can get to a point where it doesn't matter what you're doing. You're going to get sick. In other words, it's God's way. It's almost your body's way as well of saying, no, you're going to rest. You don't have any choice. You're going to get sick. And this is the way that it's going to happen, and that's what that's what happened to me. So sometimes just you getting sick isn't a bad thing. It's your body's way of of, um, of fasting. <laughs> Definitely uh, that that many times, and a lot of people a lot of people don't fast a, a lot. In in it forces you into that that mode, and when you're in that type of fasting, low appetite type of mode your body's cleaning house it's doing a lot of things that it would maybe toxicity and things like this that it's that it would have liked to have gotten rid of but couldn't until you were forced to rest and um you know running a fever for 103 to 105 for about three days straight um, burns a lot of garbage out of you you know not to say that i'm not at a pretty high functioning level because i Practice what I preach. I do, um, but we we've been out of the five thousand ppm for weeks now. You can still order it on Doctor Dr Johnson and I'm hoping to get some in this week. But um, as I made the announcement about Envive, uh they, they're they're under a lot of pressure. Uh, Their silver supplier and the company themselves, and from various governmental agencies and uh who like to see them gone because of the potential of the product and um I haven't we haven't had any five thousand for oh man three or four weeks at this point so um it it's good because it kind of forces you to see what works and what doesn't. I'm telling you, whatever the stuff that that's at least going around in, in um that, that I contracted it was like it's like some kind of hybrid flu cold very, very, very nasty, tough, I would almost have to say governmental engineered type of thing. I threw everything at this stuff and I mean it I mean, yeah, I was able to probably overcome it in a in a much shorter time period. I really believe had unless God would have intervened, if I didn't have any of this type of uh stuff at my disposal, and I'm saying without God's intervention I'd be dead. I mean that. I'd be dead right now. There's no way. I know my system. I know what I can handle. And I'm telling you, this stuff was beyond nasty. And, um, um, so I just praise the Lord Jesus Christ. He had mercy on me. And, um, but I'm, I'm going to try to get through this study. I'm not anywhere near 100%. But I'm going to try to get through this study. And I think that also, I, I, I would, li- this literally happened last Sunday. It's been a week to the day. I was supposed to do this study last Sunday, and then this happens. And so, how much Satan was involved with this, him not wanting me to release the study, particularly the second part of this, because I've had a lot of requests on the second part for a long time, and it's just really tough for me to do dedicated studies anymore um, with all the breaking current events. Um, I'm just going to touch on this part which is just a study I've done, um, and it was on Easter, or Ishtar, and it's entitled Paganism Repackaged. And all of this is, that I'm listing here, is really a description and a link, and a PDF link, to the study I've done back in 07 on this. And obviously, it's about a week late here. But in this teaching, we'll be focusing on the history of Easter, Explored its und- its disturbing, undeniable pagan roots. To be objective, I have endeavored to garner input from not only Christian sources but also from Catholic and pagan sources as well. And as you will see, all three sides are in agreement as to Easton's, Easter's pagan origin and history. See, there's there's no, I mean, if there's any type of honesty brought to this conversation about these pagan holidays. Nobody's going to really question about Halloween, okay? But when it comes to Christmas or Ishtar, the the sacred cows of pseudo-Christianity, oh no, you can't say anything about them. No, no, their their origins are just as pagan and predate Christianity. They were just repackaged into some type of pseudo-Christian veneer. And, you know... You got the 501c3 modern church celebrating this with their Ishtar sunrise services, which is the same thing they did in Ezekiel when they were bound, when they were worshiping the sun in the morning and worshiping Tammuz. I've went over those verses before. I probably go in, in in this study. It's the same thing. It's an Easter sunrise service, and and you have the the modern day 501c3 church doing it in droves. That that by itself should make you question it. <laughs> you know. That should throw up some serious red flags here. And so, it says we will explore exactly when the holiday of Easter was incorporated into the Roman Catholic Church at the Council of Nicaea in 325 AD, whereby this practice then started to permeate and leaven many other branches of Christianity. And of further note, we will prove how the date of Easter is always determined by astrology. And how its date changes every year as a result. Now, think about this. If this were the true date of the resurrection of Jesus Christ, how could it change? Varies by like almost a month every year. Okay? I mean, let's face it, if somebody is resurrected on a particular day, it's going to be the same date every year. It would be like a birth date or, you know... Well, it changes, so that doesn't make any sense in and of itself. If it's truly the resurrection of Jesus Christ, it doesn't make any sense whatsoever. Um, also, we would be looking at Easter's close ties to pagan the pagan goddess Ishtar, which is where we get the word Easter from. Ishtar Easter, and specific associations and practices of Easter, like the Easter Bunny, colored eggs, Lent, Ash Wednesday hot cross buns probably my favorite tradition hot cross buns anyway and spring break the ishtar or easter ham wicker easter baskets, baskets easter sunrise service mardi gras etc and again this is really we we have the catholic church is the one that really was the driving force behind all of this they they didn't originate the the, the holiday the holy day cuz that's how pagans determine this as a holy day Okay, it's it's one of their holy days, just like um, Christmas, also which was originally known as Saturnalia, just like this was originally known as Ishtar. Okay, they're just the same holidays are just repackaged. At least the pagans are honest about it. You know, <laughs> really, they are. They're way more honest than, than than Christianity is regarding these holidays. God would never have us take something wicked and try to put some bow on it and some fancy veneer and call it Christian. What precedent in the Bible do we have for that? There is none. I mean, it's it's crazy. It's just crazy. But, you know, it's just what they do now. So, lastly, we will explore why only the King James Version translates the Greek word Pascha to Easter instead of Passover in Acts 12, verse 4. And how this is one more proof of the superiority of the authorized King James Version. There's a specific reason. It's the only Bible version that does it. And it validates the King James amazingly. So, anyway, I'm not going to say anything more about that. That already ground we've covered, but you can avail yourself to that. That You can either go up to my the website at contendingfortruth.com. And key in the word Ishtar or Easter, or you can go to the PDF for today's date, uh, 42714. All the PDFs, all the studies up there are all free, and you can search for any title you want to search for, and um, chances are I'll probably have a study on it. You what happens too? Just so you know, if you do a keyword search, like let's say you do a keyword search for well Easter, it will show a whole bunch of teachings where that keyword occurs in typically the table of contents or if not that, the title. And when you click into uh, like if you do a search for Easter, it'll give you a whole bunch. If it's a current event and Weekly Bible Study and you click on that, that keyword will be highlighted in the table of contents. So you'll be able to pick it out quickly. Now, um, if there's a lot of comments for a particular study, and I don't... We stopped doing the comments a long time ago. It was a, basically turning into a full-time job just to police all the comments. And um, I had to make a decision that, you know, either I, I... Do I want to take on another full-time job on in addition to the, the ministry, which is more than a full-time job? And um, we... But all those old comments are still up. So if somebody makes... Somebody posted a comment where they used the word Easter a whole bunch of times. That might be why that shows up. So bear that in mind as well. Uh, But you will see it highlighted somewhere when you click into it. Anyway, we just want to give you more clarification on the search options there. Now, um, I saw this last night, and I haven't heard much today about this. But this big deal today about the popes, two popes are going to be canonized, Pope John Paul and that other pope or whatever, and they're doing this based on miracles that have supposedly occurred, he- healing miracles that have occurred since they, these two popes have went to hell. Um, oh, sorry, I shouldn't say that. that's probably not politically correct. Um, but they, um, you, you, you have this 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 dynamic where there's all these Catholics flocking to Rome now, where you've got your current Jesuit Pope that is going to canonize these other two popes, because they're such great guys. And so I just wanted to play this video for you, and and just to hear the blasphemous lies and unbiblical, idolatrous garbage that is the Catholic Church. So I'm going to let this load here.
1: The path to sainthood involves numerous steps, but the final and most daunting part of the process is the verification of two miracles that must be attributed to the candidate after they die. Traditionally, the canonization process doesn't...
0: So, you got to have two miracles take place, supposedly in relation to after their death. Okay, so somebody has, to, usually some type of healing.
1: ...begin until five years after the candidate's death. But John Paul II changed the lives of so many people around the world that the process began just weeks after his passing. The first miracle. Credits. So,
0: so he's the, he's credited because he's changed the lives of so many people. How many people are in hell because of this guy? Is what I'd like to know. I'd like to know a head count on how many people are going to hell, and because I mean, obviously, a lot of people like they they devote their whole lives to different supposed popes and saints and things of this nature. You know, I know we all make our own decisions, but I'm just saying, how many people did he heavily influence, and will burn in hell for eternity because they're trusting in their own. Works, which is what the Catholic Church is based on. Works based religion, works based salvation. I just wonder, you know, what wonderful thing he's he's done. This is such an abomination.
1: To the late pontiff involved a French nun. It was Sister Marie Simone Pierre's prayer to John Paul and her unexplained and immediate recovery thereafter from Parkinson's disease that provided the miracle needed for his beatification. Pope John Paul II himself had suffered from the same degenerative disease. Pope Emeritus Benedict declared the act an official miracle in 2011. The second miracle attributed to the pontiff was reported by a Costa Rican woman who says she was partially paralyzed because of a brain aneurysm. Florabeth Mora Diaz was told she had just days to live. She prayed to John Paul II from a small shrine dedicated to him.
0: A small shrine dedicated to a devil. showed It showed it, his picture. They're praying to people. They're praying to some demon-possessed devil. Where in the Bible do we have precedent for that? There is none. There is zero Bible for doing this. Garbage, but hey, Satan loves this stuff all day long. You think Satan can't heal? You think Satan can't do supposedly things that are that are wonderful? You better. That's why the Bible says. That's why Jesus Christ said, "A wicked and adulterous generation seeketh after a sign." And that's what Catholics do in droves, by the millions. They're totally led through signs and wonders and miracles and a. Hey, Look who's coming on the scene real quick. The false prophet and the Antichrist. How are they going to deceive the whole world through signs and lying wonders and miracles? So we've seen nothing yet. You're going to see mass healings. You're going to see mass healings under the guise of the Antichrist and the false prophet and false religion. And you better have your house built on the solid rock of Jesus Christ and not let that garbage sway you. Because you might have somebody be able to come to you and say, look at all the millions that were healed. This is the true path. This is the true God. It's garbage. All Satan has to do in order to make this happen. And remember, God's letting this happen. God's letting this happen. Where, where does it say that? What God? Go to 2 Thessalonians chapter 2. And for this cause, God shall send them strong delusion that they will believe a lie that they might all be damned who received not the love of the truth, but had pleasure in unrighteousness. God's going right along with it because he's giving us, he's basically giving humanity over to a reprobate mind collectively. Because that's what humanity collectively is begging for. It's like, it reminds me of in the Bible when, the um the the Jewish crowd was offered Barabbas or Jesus and they said, you know, crucify Jesus, give us give us the murder Barabbas. We want that. Let let Jesus' blood be upon us and our children. Well, they brought a collective curse. I mean, that's what humanity is literally asking for. I'm not saying my listeners, I'm not saying the true remnant. I'm saying humanity in general, the vast majority of people that seek after this garbage. You're building a shrine where you pray to a, a, a dead guy, some dead devil who was a Zyklon B gas salesman. Yeah, he sold Zyklon B gas. That was what he did in his early career when he was a Nazi. I've covered this before. This Pope John Paul, he's a good guy. Key in, key in the the, the keyword search, you'll probably find the teachings where I've covered that. I mean, a devil, absolute, total devil. But yet we've got miracles attributed to him. Healings. None of that impresses me. None of that will... I mean, don't don't let that deceive you. Because that is no indicator of if it is of God or not. If there is a devil causing a problem in someone's life, how hard would it be for the devil to say, Okay... Mr. Devil that's causing Parkinson's. You stop doing what you're doing. Because I want to make sure that people are turning into the Catholic Church. I want to make sure people are trusting in false works-based religion. And the Pope is going to be one of my, the, the Catholic Church is going to be one of my main ways I deceive Christianity. And I want to make sure that there's a lot of people that are already looking to that. So, he calls off the dogs. Somebody has devil's causing problems with them satan calls those things off or at least suppresses them or says okay don't manifest any more symptoms it appears as though the person's healed how hard is that for satan do you think his legions and his minions aren't going to be obedient to what he tells them to do what what i'm trying to do is explain to you how easily a false healing like this can occur and maybe i mean i'm saying it's false i'm not saying that these people aren't going to be healed to the day they die but when they plunge into hell what what matt what does it matter
1: That's when I heard the voice in my bedroom saying, get up. It surprised me, and I looked around the room. My God, I'm alone. And I heard something that said, get up. And it repeated to me, get up, do not be afraid. Doctors found no trace of an aneurysm in her brain and had... So
0: who was that voice? She was praying to Pope John Paul II, had a little shrine going. The voice told her to get up. It wasn't the Holy Spirit. There's no way you could possibly convince me of that. If it was the real true Holy Spirit, the Holy Spirit would tell her to get out of that false works-based devil cult that she's in. That's going to take her to hell. What do you think the odds of this woman ever truly getting saved are now that she's had this false healing especially? This is the thing about people that pursue signs and lying wonders and miracles. They're almost impossible to reach. That's why a big reason why Catholics are almost impossible to reach. Not only are the devils very, very, very um, powerful that deceive and delude them. Not only, most of the time, are they multi-generational, which even makes it harder to deal with. But then when you actually have people that have went through... uh let's say they knew somebody that was healed, or they had some type of healing, or they had some type of line sign wonder thing happen to them, or maybe they made some pilgrimage to lords or Medjugorje or whatever. Well, oh, I know what I saw. I know what I felt. The heart is deceitful above all things and desperately wicked. Who can know it? He who trusteth in his own heart is a fool. There is a way which seemeth right unto a man, but the end thereof are the ways of death. That sums up the Catholic death cult. Because they're led by their heart. And they're deceived. And I want them to get saved. I love them enough to tell them the truth, but boy oh boy, you try to tell a Catholic the truth, whoo, you better be prepared to get the horns. Because you, know, you could have People that are seemingly just sweet old ladies and man, they'll turn on you and I'm telling you, I've seen it. saw my own grandma who was probably one of the sweetest women I've ever known. But boy, oh boy, you know, you bring that subject up, oh, I see a different side of her come out. Well, that's the devils you're seeing. And that's why uh, you know, you probably really ideally praying and fasting. And Jesus Christ even said there's certain types of devils that will not come out but by prayer and fasting. Coincidentally enough, those are the same verses that are eliminated in um, the modern versions of the Bible. They take out that verse. Because the devil don't want you to think about fasting. And so it's the way to supercharge your prayers. A lot of People ask me a lot of times, what do I do about this, what do I do about that? Lot, I, I don't have all the answers. Okay, they're in the Word of God, and I'll say, listen, I know one thing's for sure. You cannot go wrong with prayer and fasting. There's no way I'm giving you bad advice. You know? I know I can stand before God and say, I'm not giving you bad, bad advice saying you should pray and fast about it. You know? So, that's what I will typically fall back, because I know I'm giving them good advice. And, you know, certain... For, for certain things, that's what I always will will go to. And, uh, of course, it's always a good thing to do.
1: For her recovery. From that day to today, I'm standing because Pope John Paul II, that day, took away my fears, took away the agony, and gave me peace.
0: Pope John Paul did it from the grave. Boy, it must have been hard when he was in hell, burning in that vat of whatever he's burning in. To, to kind of say, you know what? I'm going to really throw her a big bone, and I'm going to take away her pain. I'm going to take away her agony. I'm going to take away her sickness. Because you know what? I have that kind of power down here. Is I roast in hell. It's tough, but he, he found a way to pull it off. I'll tell you. You, you got to give him an A for effort down there in hell with such power. Now I'm sorry that that may sound whatever, but I wanted to. I want you to understand how insane this religion is. How blasphemous it is. Th- this this is so offensive to me to hear that because it's like you're just trying to spit in the face of Christ. Only through Jesus Christ, only through Father God can true healings like this occur. And I mean true, meaning that they're going to point you to the Lord Jesus Christ. Counterfeits abound. But Satan loves this because, again, the more people he can get to buy into this, the more people are going to end up in hell. Do you know how many people are going to end up burning in hell because of this just one lady? Maybe there were people that were kind of on the ropes about the Catholic religion. Maybe they knew her. They've seen her testimony. And they're like, you know what? No. It's the true, it's the true way. Doesn't matter about the, the legions and legions and legions of pedophile priests that this death cult operation has spawned over hundreds and hundreds of years. Doesn't matter about the fifty plus million martyrs during the Inquisitions. A ton of them were were true Christian martyrs because those were the ones they wanted the most through the Catholic Church. No, it doesn't matter the the, the corrupt. Evil, devil, idolatrous dogma and lies that have perpetuated through this death cult all these hundreds and hundreds of years. None of that matters. All that matters is somebody got healed. And that means I'm going to follow them to hell. Doesn't take a lot, I've found, for people to, to get somebody into hell. People that are led by the heart, it doesn't take a lot to get them... Where they're hook, line, and sinker. Where they will just, whatever you tell me, I've seen it, or it happened, or it happened to somebody I knew. And and I, I know what I saw, I know what I felt, and I'm sold. Hell, hell awaits. Here I come, hell. I, I try to break it down to all that because it's either heaven or hell in the end. And I look at all of this, and I try to distill it down. What's the purpose of all of this for Satan? To get people into hell? To get them to serve some, you know, to just, like, for you to do nothing with your life. Well, yeah, but they did all kind of good things. They protested at abortion clinics, and they did this and that. Yeah, they might have done all types of good works, even, seemingly. But works don't save you. And those good works are tainted by the fact that you did them trying to get other people into your same death cult. So your works, so any good works you supposedly did will count against you in heaven because they weren't even good works in God's eyes. They were a filthy rag. And you were doing it to try to, you know, maybe inspire other people into your, into the Catholic religion. So they'll go to hell. Not what you you're thinking it is. You're gonna there these people are gonna wake up in hell and find out that they were serving Satan the whole time. That's really sad.
1: That I was healthy. Pope John the twenty canonization also involves a break with tradition. Pope Francis waived the requirement for a second miracle. His one miracle was Oh, the-
0: he waived the requirement. Is not like when you walk into a bar and they wave the cover charge? Ah, you know I like this this guy, so I'm gonna wave the cover charge. I'm gonna I'm gonna waive the requirement to. Nah, he doesn't need a second miracle. You know, come on, it's a two for one night. It's a happy hour here at, at the at the Catholic Church. We're gonna wave the cover charge. Nah, he just had one little miracle. It's okay. I mean, is this the best they can do? They can't even have some liars come up there and say, oh, I did this and I did that. I mean, you'd think that that would be a really pretty easy thing to do. You know? Any of this stuff could be, you know, contrived. That's another thing. (laughs) Huh. And a lot of that is contrived. This isn't all genuinely even demonic miracles. I believe a lot of it's just contrived as well. Charlatan-type religion snake oil religion
1: the healing of an italian nun in 1966 sister catherine capitani was not expected to live after an operation to remove a tumor in her stomach but capitani made a sudden recovery after other nuns placed an image of john the 23rd on her stomach <laughs>
0: so, okay so okay everybody get get that image of pope over there and let's put it on her stomach and we'll we'll get this thing healed, and sure enough, she wasn't supposed to recover, but she did. So that was, I guess his only miracle, his only claim to fame is that one, even though again, he was burning in hell, before even the other one, and, but evidently, that is the the Catholic Church said, oh no, no, this qualifies, and then the Pope says, well, you know what, I'm going to waive the second miracle requirement, ah, you know, nobody's perfect, so, a course of us popes, we're all perfect. That's what they believe about themselves. They believe that they're they're literally known as the vicar of Christ, meaning the substitute Christ on this planet, and they're infallible. Um, I mean, some of the most vile devils that have ever walked the earth, that ever crawled out from under 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 their slimy rocks, are, are you know the popes.
1: But hey, you
0: know, you know why 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 can't we all just get along here?
1: Her caretaker recalls how Capitani reacted. You have ripped this miracle out of my heart, the Pope said to Sister Catherine. After that, Sister Catherine stood up and said, I'm healed, I'm healed. Now hold on.
0: You have ripped this miracle out of my heart. Now where the the Pope was dead, was it the pitcher talking to her? Or was it the Pope that was burning in hell, said, oh yeah, I got an extra miracle down here in hell. I'm going to shoot her up to you. And, and, you know, don't miss. Make sure you got a big catcher's mitt on, because here it comes. And, and this is really hurting me, too, in hell. You're ripping it out of my heart, you know. And I, and this is hard, especially in hell. But I'm, I'm going to do you a favor here. So this is how this all happened. You
1: believe what they were seeing. The Vatican said it was a miracle, leading to Pope John the XXIII's beatification in September 2000. In yet another unprecedented decision,
0: you know why can't I get beautified? You know why why can't I get beautified by the Catholic Church? They should love me. They should just love me and not be able to get enough of me. Because you can see I'm a big advocate. I'm a big fan. You know I wear my mitre, my Pope's mitre, around the house between um, between uh, broadcasts. I don't like to admit it, but I do. You know, I wear those uh, curly red shoes that they put on the Pope when he, when he died, those clown shoes. I wear those, too. You kind of, you know, if you really dress up in the full garb, you look a little bit like Ronald McDonald. And I like that look. Of course, I've always been partial to Grimace and Hamburglar. But, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of getting off on a tangent there. Sorry.
2: Pope
1: Francis put both canonizations together as a way to unify the Church and to signify the importance of the Second Vatican Council. Millions will come together to honor two pontiffs who have left an indelible mark on Catholicism.
0: And on hell. Before Larry even knew the word retirement. Hell is a much, much, much richer place because of these two. It really is. It's, it's a much more full place because of these two wonderful men of Satan. Okay, so um, with that said, let's go to the next part of the study and we're going to get into the whole I want to do a little study here on the Clive and Bundy thing, the the property out in uh, Nevada. And before I get into this, this happened in the last week. So I wanted just to address this real briefly so we can actually get on to what actually um, this issue is really about and not this big, uh, really distraction that happened this last week. Uh, This first report is Clive and Bundy's pro black, pro Mexican, anti government statements completely discredit the New York Times. Uh, article: The New York Times decided to do a hit piece on Clive and Bundy, and in doing so, they used the usual tricks. <clears throat> they edited Bundy's comments. Now the Nevada Rancher is being smeared in the media as a racist due to the dishonorable coverage by the New York Times and others, and particularly Glenn Beck, who is nothing but a devil from the pit of hell. Glenn Beck is a FBI, CIA operative, if I've ever seen one. His talking points now are coming straight from from the White House. Straight from the Southern Poverty Law Center, um, he is a devil, okay? And, I mean, I never thought that, that I, I don't know, I thought of all the ones, he was one of the ones that were a little bit better than people, I don't know, like before, like Sean Hannity and them, who I couldn't stand even listening to. Now Sean Hannity's, you know, more palatable than Glenn Beck. And I'm not saying I'm advocating any of them, but Glenn Beck has turned into literally, really, a, a just going to really be an integral part of trying to usher in the New World Order and the brainwashing of conservative Americans. Um, going further, it says, so in the spirit of fairness, truthfulness, and media. Here's the complete unedited video remarks by Clive and Bundy, which don't contain racist comments at all, but rather very pro-black and pro-Mexican comments. Now, um, the next one is, here's a picture of Clive and Bundy. Uh, This is a black Marine who sides with the Nevada Cattle Rancher, Clive and Bundy, in his dispute with the BLM, Bureau of Land Management and has posted a diatribe on Facebook defending Bundy's comments and slamming the corporate media's coverage as a race-baiting, distorting design to create social division. Now, here's a black man literally at Bundy's ranch right now. There are certain patriots and oath-keepers and people in the militia that are out there, and they're actually taking turns occupying and guarding the land because they know the BLM's going to come back and try to do a raid. So if everybody was to just up and left after this apparent victory, then they would have just been right back. So this is being done in order to you know combat that. Um, in his midst of a marine going by the handle Charlie Delta, blames the liberal media for attempting to paint Bundy as a racist, and says he himself has also wondered the same thing about the decline of the of the black of the, basically the American black family. Delta admits Bundy maybe not so tactful and is not an orator, but that he definitely isn't a racist. The guy literally says, you know, ever since I've been here, he's treated me like family. His whole family's treated me. I eat with them. We, You know what I mean? I mean, it's just that this is exactly what the liberal biased media are going to do. They're going to distort. They're going to edit. And they're going to, you know try to do this in order to, to get to demonize Clive and Bundy so the BLM can go in there and steal his land. And it's not even about that. You know, they want to get your eyes off the real issue and onto the fact that, oh, Clive and Bundy's this massive racist. Now, listen, they're all Mormons. And I mean, they're hardcore Mormons. When I saw the interview with Bundy's son and his one of his kids... Goes up there and gets on his knees says, yeah, this is my boy, and his name's Moroni. I about came out of my chair. Moroni? Do you know what that is? That's the supposed angel that appeared to Joseph Smith when he got the supposed golden plates that were the basis for the Book of Mormon. And this was the angel that supposedly made that that wonderful revelation to Joseph Smith, the devil that started the Mormon death cult religion. Moroni. Moroni is nothing but a fallen angel. And these people are so deluded that they're naming their kids after them. So, unfortunately, you know, the thing is, is when you get into the stuff, and they're like, yeah, we're having these prayer meetings and stuff, and I'm not saying that I didn't pray about this situation and that I didn't pray for their protection because I did but their prayers in and of themselves from a mormon perspective are not going to get higher any higher than the roof of their of their house god will not hear the prayer of a pagan and that's how god would view them in this this works-based devil supposed squeaky clean veneer type devil religion that they're in. I've done and don't if you don't agree with that, go and just key in Mormon in the keyword search box at contendingfortruth.com because I've done a whole teaching on it. And it's pagan, idolatrous, blasphemous origins. And it is evil, just like Jehovah's Witnesses, just like the Seventh Day Adventists. It's no different. Just one more pseudo-Christian death cult to get you into hell. Works-based I'm not saying works aren't important once you're saved. Okay, I'm not saying that. I'm saying, but you just don't put the cart before the horse. And then you have things like the Book of Mormon. They, the Mormon religion goes goes by three different things. Supposedly the King James Bible. And the Book of Mormon, which is this blasphemous book supposedly given to Joseph Smith. And then the Pearl of Great Price. Well, obviously the Pearl of Great Price, the Book of Mormon, always supersede the Bible when it comes to dogma. Because you got to have one supreme authority, or you got to have one or a couple that will rule over another when it contradicts the one. So, anyway, <clears throat> let's go further here. Um, Delta admits Bundy maybe not so tactful in order, but he definitely is not a racist. He defends Bundy's comments as being his own perspective, which he is entitled to do so. And then, this is the, this one, um, hopes Exposed, full clip of Clive Bunny's non-racist, pro-black, pro-Mexican, anti-government remarks um, versus the New York Times' deceptively edited version. Um, watch Bunny explain how we need to keep things from going backwards for blacks and how the federal government has created a neo-slave class via entitlement dependency. That's what he was talking about, the entitlement class, um, and that, and that it is so bad; it is arguably worse than things were on the plantation slavery. Okay, now I'm not saying I'm going to go that far, but I get what I get the point he's trying to make. Okay, I totally get the point. And other blacks that are open minded that were interviewed about this got the point as well. They get it. They get it. You don't want, I mean, when you're totally dependent on Big Brother for everything, okay, that is not where you want to be. That is exactly where Satan wants you to be. Okay, so it's 100% clear that Clive and Bunny is not saying that blacks should be slaves picking cotton, but that the federal government has created conditions for them so terrible that their current situation may actually be worse. Okay, so I don't I don't want to get into that anymore. I just wanted to touch on that, so that we can actually talk about the next part, without having that dark cloud that Satan has put out this last week by editing his comments over this whole um, subject. You know, which shouldn't even have anything to do with that. You know, this is about Big Brother coming in and stealing land. You know, but no. Let's turn it into a race war, you know, or something like that. I mean, every time you turn around, they're trying to create this race war between blacks and whites, and between Hispanics and whites, and in Hispanics and whoever. It's all by design. It's it's divide and conquer, you know, and and that's what they're trying to turn this into today. And in the the main thing on Drudge Report, main thing on CNN, racist comments by. um some owner of the uh, NBA basketball team or whatever. Let's make that front and center. Let's get all the blacks to focus in on that so they'll hate the whites even more. And then the whites will feel even worse and have to go into their hole a little bit further. Meanwhile, you have Obama and all of the other New World Order people absolutely annihilating society with all of the insidious things they're doing on a daily basis. And they're, and they're just laughing over all this stuff. Because it's all by design. They're doing it all on purpose. So, first report. On this on the next part. Chilling truth. The siege of the Bundy Ranch reaches into the White House. And we're going to talk about that. We're, we're, this is why they're doing this. All this stuff this last week with Clive and Bundy. And with Glenn Beck. This is why. Because what we're going to do now is expose... Harry Reid, Obama, the American uh, corrupt government. And look at why you know they're trying so hard to cover this up. And why this is so important to them to steal this land. And not only this land, but so many millions and millions of others acres they've already stolen. So in the end, there's only one reason why the Bundy Ranch was besieged. President Obama had to have taken the lead. He knew it was going on. He sanctioned it. Beyond oil, solar, and the Chinese communists with money lurks Obama's agenda. A smoking gun has been found in the case of the embattled rancher, Clive and Bundy. A lucrative contract which will benefit Harry Reid and his son, Rory Reid, which specifically mentions the need to rid the land of Clive and Bundy. I mean, this, is, <laughs> this has all been predetermined. In addition, Natural News pointed out that the BLM is in the business of selling lucrative oil and gas leases. There's a much bigger picture in all of this, however, and that is the fact that Mr. Obama believes the government should control the land and water in the United States. <clears throat> I mean, all of it, essentially. I mean, isn't that what the Hunger Games is all about? World government owns everything? cordon you onto their little reservation? Just for you you know to eke out a right to, to maybe exist for the government and serve government serve Satan pretty much um, he does not Obama does not respect private property it's the government's to take that should now be obvious to everyone. <clears throat> Mr. Obama is social engineering citizens off their own land in congested cities to control them like cattle similar to the Hunger Games movie and to have it available for government use and to sell these lands to nations such as China. Not for greed's sake, but to pay off our massive debts to them. He has already expressed a desire to share the wealth from our resources with the world through treaties such as the Law of the Sea Treaty. Um, Let's go further here. Natural News reported that the Bureau of Land Management is in the business of leasing government lands to energy companies. Significant exploratory drilling is being conducted in precisely the same area where the Bunny family has been running cattle since the 1800s. This is also known as the Gold Butte area. Gold has been found nearby, I'm sorry, oil has been found in nearby areas, but oil and gas drilling have worked alongside each other um, with ranching over the years without a problem. But of course the government can lease the land on which the cattle will graze and it will be very lucrative for them. Uh, In July of 2011, the federal government agreed to allow China to buy up 600,000 acres of gas in oil fields in Texas. This is the same administration that would not allow new drilling um, kicked out shell out of Alaska after billions of dollars of investment and shut down most offshore drilling and tried to shut down Texas oil fields on the remote possibility that it might harm a tiny useless lizard that was most known for being killed on the road. See, this is how they want to use environmentalism to take away all of our rights. Which brings me to this. There's a couple pictures here. One shows a nuclear bomb going off. and It says the government has detonated hundreds of nuclear bombs in Nevada. Hundreds. Nuclear bombs. Okay. But it says that Clive and Bunny's cattle could be harmful to the desert tortoise. Desert tortoises that they have actually literally killed by the hundreds, and if not thousands, the BLM. But the big mean old cattle are beating them up too bad, so they got to have the land. These fork tongue devil liars. It's all they can do is lie. And then we have the whole fact of they're so concerned about the land. Yet here's a cartoon where it shows um, one side. Uh, it shows the border, and with uh, um, between Mexico and America. And it says on on the Mexican side, there's a guy selling maps to the USA. And then it shows them going like underneath the fence. They've drilled a hole in the fence, and then it, it's they get into the USA side, and it says USA, keep out. But as soon as they get here. It says keep out, but as soon as they get here, they've got all these stands set up for all the illegal aliens coming in. Free lemonade, free education, you know, jobs, free health care. Like, you know, they act like, oh, no, don't come here, but hey, you're welcome. Come on. We care about you know, these lands so much, and it's such a big deal, oh, the desert tortoise, and the, sure we'll let all the illegal aliens in, and, and, and this type of, I mean, there's just such hypocrisy regarding, you know, all of this. Okay, so going back to this this article, but the Bundy name came up regarding the solar project that the government currently wants to put in place with the Chinese communists using Nevada land. Uh, InfoWars posted documents found on the BLM website, and there you can click on the link to see them, um, which the BLM has since taken down. Imagine that. One document is entitled, Cattle Trespass Impacts, and it states the Bundy cattle negatively impacts solar development and would prevent the construction of a unity-scale solar power generation facilities on public lands. They are talking about a very lucrative investment of five billion by Chinese communists who will set up an enclave, a Chinese communist enclave on. US land in Nevada. I've talked about this before, where they literally have whole Chinese I don't know if you call them no-go areas like the Muslims want want to have as well. And it's about that bad in some parts of America right now anyway. Next report: Barack Obama and the BLM land grab—the evil agenda of the communist takeover. On Sunday, Joseph Fair of World Net Daily exposed one of those stories that sometimes go unnoticed. Why? It's because it was a side note in a story about Harry Reid. Fair reports that there's even a bigger story of the scandal and corruption still beneath the show of force by the BLM, orchestrated by Harry Reid. On January twentieth, two thousand thirteen, World Net Daily warned Chinese government-backed economists. We're proposing a plan to allow Chinese corporations to set up quote development zones in the United States as part of a plan proposed by the Chinese government to convert into equity the more than one trillion in US Treasury debt owed by the Chinese government. The next day, January twenty first, 2013. World Net Daily documented that the Obama administration had begun to allow China to acquire major ownership interest in oil and natural gas resources across the USA. Again, we're just... The the USA, and this is a big part of the New World Order's plan, has just been uh, totally on the chopping block, sold to the highest bidder, and most of it's going to China. Um, and We've incurred all of these massive debts to them all by design. And now it's to the point where, you know, and they have been doing this, you know, they want something for their investment. And now what they're doing is they're giving, you know, and they've been doing this, giving the land up. And just to sell off all the land, all the property, all the buildings, eventually give it all away to the Chinese and to, I'm sure, other other countries, And what that does is, you know, you have less and less and less land you can go on. You have less and less property rights. You have, you know, less and less of anything. And you end up just being basically like what they want to do is herd everybody into these cities and make them all like slaves, like George Orwell, 1984, Big Brother style. So the first major intrusion of China into the U.S. oil and natural gas market can be traced to the Obama administration's decision 2009 to allow state-owned Chinese energy giant China Offshore Oil Corporation, or CNOOC, to purchase a multi-million dollar stake in 600,000 acres of South Texas oil and gas fields. Okay, sorry, I had to trying to get this cough under control. Um, Jerome Corsi reported... China's two giant state-owned oil companies acquiring oil and natural gas interests in the USA are CNOOC, the the China Offshore Oil Corporation, um, which is 100% owned by the government of the People's Republic of China. Okay, so, (laughs) China's two giant state-owned oil companies acquiring oil and natural gas interests in the USA are... I mean, it's basically like the Chinese government. You know, and then we have, like the vast bulk majority of the things we buy are from China through, you know, Satan Mart. I mean, Walmart. So, I mean, I mean that, that, that store is so evil. I, I read more evil stuff about it all the time. Don't go there to buy your goods. I'm telling you. You're going to bring a curse on yourself. I can't go in there. I know we're all at different accountability levels. I know that whatever the great price is, but you know what? God can provide another way. I'm going to flat out tell you, you shouldn't go there. They are going to. They are integral in our destruction. Walmart is integral in enslaving us in our destruction. Flat out. Um. So, the the two organizations from China are um, CNNOC and the Sinopec Group. The largest shareholder of Sinopec Group is an investment company owned by the government of the People's Republic of China. So, both the organizations that own the vast majority of, like, um, um, oil companies and natural gas interests are totally People's Republic of China. They're, you know... And they're largely, um, to acquire and operate oil and natural gas interests worldwide. On March 6, 2012, the Wall Street Journal compiled a state-by-state list of the $17 billion in oil and natural gas equity interests. Um, and th- that would be with the CNOOC and Sinopec and they have acquired, uh, what they've acquired in the United States since just 2010. And here's the list, um... I don't really want to go over all these, but it basically goes over their you know 800,000 acres in Colorado, 265,000 acres in Louisiana, Michigan 350,000 acres. Um Ohio 235,000 acres. Oklahoma 215,000 acres, Texas 600,000 acres. Wyoming Three hundred twenty thousand acres, um, and you can you can click on I mean not click but you can go and look at the particulars if you'd like. Uh, when Nevada rancher Clive and Bunny refused to take his cattle off the federal government, um, they the federal government demanded for the habitat of the endangered desert tortoise. It focused the nation's attention on the arena of Senator Harry Reid may have preferred to have keep kept quiet. Uh, on April 3rd, 2012, Bloomberg reported Chinese billionaire uh, Wang Yusaso, one of China's richest citizens and the founder of the Chinese energy giant E N N Group, had teamed up with the Senate Majority Leader Reid to win incentives, including land 113 miles southeast of Las Vegas that E N N sought to buy for 4.5 million, which is less than one eighth of the land's. $38.6 million assessed value. Bloomberg reported ENN intended to create solar farms on the Nevada land. Bloomberg further documented ENN had contributed four forty thousand six hundred fifty dollars individually and through its political action committee to Senator Devil Reed over the previous three election cycles. So, that fork-tongue devil, lying, wonderful person, Harry Reid, up there acting like he's got the moral high ground, and oh, Clive and Bundy's this racist, and he's a lawbreaker, and they're not going to get away with this, and you can't break laws in this country. This devil is an absolute, totally in bed with the Chinese communists. Making sweetheart deals, selling land at one eighth or whatever of their assessed value in order to pay off, not only to probably make gigantic um, profits, but also to, this is a way to pay back the Chinese for all of these, for all of the billions we owe them with all of these sweetheart deals. So he's totally yoked up with them, but yet he has no no hidden agenda for wanting Clive Bundy's land, even though he teamed up with the, with this devil, and um and um the ENN group had teamed up with Reed to win incentives, including land on a 100, 130 miles southeast of Las Vegas that ENN sought to buy for four point five million again, which is less than one eighth of the thirty eight point six million assessed value. Subsequently, on September four, two thousand twelve, Breitbart reported lawyer Rory Reed, his devil son, um, had been appointed the primary representative for ENN Energy Group. Oh, imagine that—the Chinese Communist ENN Energy Group—that you're getting sweetheart deals. It's kind of funny. Senator Reed's son ends up becoming their their uh, primary representative. Huh? Imagine that. And he was to be the front man for a bid by ENN to build a $5 billion solar panel plant on a 9,000 acre Clark County desert plot near Laughlin, Nevada. This is all the same place where Clive and Bundy is. They want the land to build a solar farm. Not only do they want to kick all the ranchers off, he's the last rancher left in the area. They've kicked all the other ones off, they've made it impossible for them to make a living. But to give, basically, give the, the, the Chinese the land and then they can have this lucrative solar deal as well. And they're all in bed together. And yet Reed's up there and all of these people that are like with him acting like they have the moral high ground, like they're in the right or something. And they're nothing but devils. So, going further, a Reuters report published on August 31st, 30, 2012, documented that Reed was recruited by ENN during a 2011 trip he took to China with nine other U.S. Senators, supposedly to invite Chinese investments to the United States. I mean, this is just all smoking gun, in-your-face information that, you know, Glenn Beck goes up there and says there's no connection with Reed and these solar farms. You lying fork-tongue devil. I mean, the most rudimentary examination of this, you find this information out. But they're just they're just banking on the fact that you won't do research, or other people won't do research, and you know, you never find this type of information out. The Senate group accompanying Reid on the 2011 trip to China included six other Democrats and three Republicans. Uh, and... A lot of them are... Well, they're all listed here. Um, Barbara Boxer, Dick Durbin, Chuck Schumer, (laughs) some more. Anyway, going further, it says a tortoise isn't the reason why the BLM is harassing the 67-year-old rancher. Blogger Dana Loesch wrote last week, they want his land. They're getting in the way. The Chinese are like, okay, listen, you owe us this land. Okay, we need, to, we need to have this lucrative solar contract. We want to get this land for pennies on the dollar. You owe us all this money. You promised you'd sell us everything, and, and that's why they want it. The desert tortoise is an absolute excuse. This whole grazing fee garbage, that's just another lying excuse. A million dollars in grazing fees? But see, that's, that's the brave new world we live in. They just make it absolutely impossible for you to even make a living. Lewis pointed out that Reed had been accused of by rangers in Nevada of using the BLM to control land. Uh, over 84% of which is already owned by the federal government. They already own 84% in Nevada. But that's not enough. They want it all. So, and also... He's doing this to pay back special interests, including his top donor, Harry Whitmore, who first urged Reed to have the habitat of the desert tortoise protected before he was convicted of violating federal election laws by illegally funneling $150,000 to Reed's 2007 reelection campaign. So the very guy that told Reed, hey, hey, I got this good scam worked out where we can get all the land... Um, the very guy that funneled one hundred and fifty thousand dollars to his reelection campaign in two thousand and seven harry reed he 's the guy that came up with that whole desert tortoise thing, you know, but he was he was convicting of the same guy was convicted of violating federal election laws by illegally funneling all this money to reed 's campaign. I mean what a bunch of slime bags these guys are, and yet they act up there and Reed 's up there like he has the moral high ground and and this and that and he's he 's such a you know, a, a law-abiding, upstanding citizen. It's just the hypocrisy is unlike anything you can even possibly comprehend. Confirmed by a 71-28 Senate vote on April 9th, BLM Chief Neil Corzine... Cor, no, Corinzi, Neil Corinzi, served as a former senior advisor to Reed before he joined the BLM in 2011, serving for the past year as the agency's primary deputy director, according to a CBS local television news report out of Carson City, Nevada. Okay, so here we have another total collusion connection, okay? The Senate voted the now BLM chief, Neil Corzine, confirmed him on April 9th, but guess what? What was his last job? He served as a former senior advisor to Reed before he joined the BLM in 2011. In other words, what happened is, is Harry Reid said, okay, listen, we got all these sweetheart deals we got to get done here in Nevada, and I'm sure this is going on everywhere, I need to get somebody on the BLM that's going to really, really be in my corner. Hey, I know this guy. He's my senior advisor. I'm going to make him make sure we make him chief of the BLM, this Neil Corinzi, so he can go in there and do my bidding and appear like he's the long arm of the law when he's nothing more than a tool of Satan. So not only is there all the collusion with, with him, his son, and the Chinese on multiple levels, but now you've got the chief BLM chief, who is his former, who is Reed's former senior advisor. Now he's just so happened to BLM. He's now the agency's principal deputy director. Sure, there's no I'm I'm sure there's no interrelated shenanigans or anything evil going on there at all. I mean, I'm sure that it's all on the up and up. And their intentions are all as pure as the driven snow. In 2012, the BLM and the U.S. Department of Energy published a, published, it's called Final Pragmatic Environmental Impact Statement for solar energy development in six southwestern states. Boy, that sounds official. That established the basis for allowing the desert tortoise to migrate habitats. Paving the way to put solar energy development projects on acreage that includes public land at dispute in the Bundy standoff over grazing rights. So see, what they do is they publish this bogus study. They have all of their predetermined devils pre-positioned in government. And then they come out with some study that establishes the basis for allowing the desert tortoise to migrate habits, paving the way to put solar energy developments, projects on acreage, that that includes public lands in dispute, and the Bundy standoff over grazing rights. So in other words, we can get all the cows off there because they might be hurting the desert tortoise, even though they actually live off the feces of the cows. I'm sorry, I mean, they're just... They're... uh, they don't have the greatest meal choices out there in the desert, but the actual cows give them a food supply that would not be there if the cows weren't there. So it's the exact opposite of what they say is going on. So, does anyone see a problem here? Barack Obama has a track record of selling America out, but this is ridiculous. Where are the checks and balances? I mean, to stop Obama and Reed from selling America to the Chinese. Is blocking the Chinese from gaining control over America's energy consumption really about national security? The answer to that question would seem to be obvious, but for the moment, let's pretend it is not. What could, what could possibly happen? Okay, so going further, so pure evil is what can happen. If that sounds overly dramatic, I am sorry, but that's the most accurate way to describe it. Dave Hodges reported yesterday that Nevada is only a drop in the bucket. This is happening all over and it's about much more than repaying our debt to the Chinese. Dave Hodges reports. It's time to connect the dots on one leg of this land grab in Nevada. The I-15 Canamex Hi- highway. Canamex meaning Canada Mexico. Cana Mex. So it's Canada America Mexico. Okay? The I-15 it runs I guess north to south. Canamex highway runs adjacent to the planned theft of the Bundy property. Now I wanted to know a little bit more about this so I researched what is this Canamex highway. There's a link here and it's canamex.org, okay? It's basically describing it. It says since its inception in 1995, the Canamex corridor has grown to become the cornerstone of the for seamless and efficient transportation of goods, services, people and information between Canada, Mexico, and the United States. <laughs> Sorry, I have to <coughs> pause the recording about every five seconds now in order just to get through the thing. I'm trying to I'm trying to gut out this teaching. I want to do this, you know. It's not like I don't want to do that. I want to do it last week. But, you know, you just can do what you can do. Um, so, as the implementation of NAFTA moves to fruition... The Canamex Corridor will broaden its initiatives to harvest the benefits of increased trade, tourism, economic activity within the region. So anyway, I just want to give you a little definition of this Canamex Highway. Um, in this location, a new Agenda 21 land designation is emerging, and it's called the Solar Energy Zone. Solar Energy Zones will connect the variables of the Canamex, the evisceration of private property rights, and... Um, land use delineated in Agenda 21's Wildlands Project, and the control of all transportation corridors within the United States, and the ultimate betrayal, the Chinese control of all military bases in the United States. That's where this is all leading to, okay? Pure, satanic evil. All of this, Okay? Every bit of this is just pure evil. So, how do I know? Now, this is from Dave Hodges. How do I know this? First, I've lived through the same resource theft. Property rights land grab with the Canamex. Additionally, in Arizona, we are also establishing a solar farm system that has the hallmark traits of what is going on at the Bundy property. We got those things around here everywhere where I live. Big, gigantic solar farms. I mean, there's definitely something very sinister, evidently, with these solar farms going on, as far as just taking away, um, just one more tool to take away our property rights and this type of thing. Uh, let's go further here. The Arizona state government is cooperating with various federal agencies to build a massive solar farm 70 miles southeast of Phoenix. The Arizona Solar Project is located adjacent to Luke Air Force Base uh, flight operations, and it's near another energy resource, the Palo Verde Nuclear Power Plant. As an aside, I was contacted by Palo Verde Nuclear Power Plant employee this week. FEMA has been on site in a surprise inspection, and my source has expressed apprehension and surprise at this development. Does anyone else smell a false flag nuclear event coming? Um or a false flag event coming. Also, as time goes on, I am certain that this will connect the Palo Verde nuclear plant to the solar farm. The Bundy area contains the exact same set of variables as I am seeing here in Arizona, in that we have the Canamex Highway nearby. And going further, it says, as an aside, I was contacted by Palo Verde nuclear, plant power, nuclear power plant employee this week. FEMA has... Oh, I'm sorry, I already read that part. Um, let's see here. Uh, Going back to this, the Bundy area contains the exact same set of variables as what I'm seeing here in Arizona, and that we see the Canamex Highway nearby, a land grab, a proximity to the military base, and a proximity to another large energy resource, the nearby Hoover Dam. I suspect that I am now going to hear from many people across the country who are going to now connect the dots, these dots in their home state and see this for what it is. If the Chinese gain control of all new energy um, and solar power, can you imagine what your energy costs will be It's called a monopoly, and then they can really stick it to us all you know because I mean let's face it that's that I mean when you have an absolute monopoly and let's say you know the government supposedly still owes them all these billions of dollars well this is a way that they can actually get that money back by gouging us and which also you know obviously <laughs> There's so many things that will be accomplished by doing this regarding a new world order agenda. Our problems with this plot extend far beyond energy costs. I would highly suggest reading both of yesterday's articles on the subject. and He gives you the links here to do so. What I want people to understand is that these marching orders are coming from Barack Obama via his handlers. This is not about a plan to sell the, this country to China. This This is all about a plan to sell this country to China. And it is an act of absolute treason. It is not about repayment of debt, it's about destruction of America. Well, it's it's both. It is both. It's, you can't just say it's not about that. Sure, from a satanic standpoint, Satan don't care about repayment of debt, but you know, the Chinese do. <laughs> so America is being attacked from within, and the Clive and Bundy incident is simply the latest manifestation of that. For anyone who has studied the clowner cloward Piven strategy, you will understand that the ridiculous fiscal policies of the current administration are meant to cripple the economy and bring a rise to a full socialist and ultimately communist state. However, that doesn't begin to describe the horror that awaits because the planned communist state is being constructed by our president calling upon the help of foreign influences who are already communists that will eventually run this country if he has his way. So you can see why they wanted to have this big distraction this week with Clive and Bundy to edit his comments and turn this into a race issue. (laughs) You think, I mean, after we've just covered all this, you kind of understand why they're trying to cover that up with this other thing. You are fooling yourself if you think that 2014 and 2016 elections will fix this. There are simply too many bad people already in place. The cancer is spreading, and it will take some more of what we saw in Nevada to fix it. Well, my comment is, while I applaud the patriots at the Bundy property, only God himself can fix America, and I don't see any Bible for that happening. I just see none. Okay? Especially moving into the end times of the Antichrist and False Prophet coming into power. And I don't mean to say that to like just say, oh, there's no hope or whatever. I, I mean, God always does preserve a remnant. But to say that we're going to turn this around and, and like this is our destiny and all this other stuff. There's no Bible for that. I'm sorry. There's not. You know, I mean, I just don't see things getting better and better from this. So I'm going to end part one here and we will go to part two next. God bless you.
2: Scott Johnson's 800 plus audio teachings and PDF documents are available for free 24-7 on the internet at ContendingForTruth.com. That's C-O-N-T-E-N-D-I-N-G for F-O-R truth. T-R-U-T-H.com. In addition, we also offer a free Christian current event and health email newsletter. You can sign up at ContendingForTruth.com. These email newsletters typically only generate about three to six emails per month if you subscribe to both lists. Please prayerfully help us to continue this work. For mail correspondence or to support this ministry, our mailing address is 2359 Highway 70 Southeast, Box Number 321 Hickory, North Carolina 28602. Or on the internet, a PayPal donation link can be found at contendingfortruth.com. Thank you and may the Lord Jesus Christ richly bless you.